Mobile Wi-Fi to Scott Bassett. The Eero Pro 60 is our most advanced Wi-Fi system yet, with support from Wi-Fi 16, more than 100 connected devices, plus speeds up to a gigabit and beyond. Find your Eero at Eero.com. That's E-E-R-O.com. On app, creators like Joe Bunny go live to play tasks and give hot takes on a hot mic. This is not for the children. Hear it for yourself on app. Download the free app now, or just say, Alexa, play app. Have a question about the song or artist you're listening to? Just go ahead and ask why you're listening. Alexa can multitask. Just ask Alexa what is the song called, or Alexa what album is this song. 
doing and take a deep breath. Inhale, one, two, three, exhale. Mindfulness can be that easy. Become is a new relaxation and mindfulness podcast with episodes less than 15 minutes. Experience the benefits of slowing down, setting intentions, anytime you can. Become your space to unwind. Listen exclusively on Amazon Music. Rain Total Body Fuel. 
300 milligrams of natural caffeine, electrolytes, BCAAs, B vitamins, and zero sugar. The only thing it doesn't have is excuses. This is Rain Total Body Fuel. Add to your cart right now.
Some internet companies make promises on speed they just can't deliver. Spectrum Internet offers true good speeds to more homes while delivering more consistent download speeds, all with 99.9% network reliability. And our advanced home Wi-Fi gives customers more control and security. If it's connected, it's protected. So no matter what you do online, you can do it better with Spectrum, America's leading internet provider. Learn more at Spectrum.com. Based on internet subscribers and top ISPs, see Spectrum.com slash reliability for details. Hey, man, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking a question. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the uncertainty. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ag Council.
What's up, guys? Brainwash Radio. We're going to play some oldies for goodies. Oh, schnessy. Let's do it, bitches. Hope you guys are laughing now on your Tuesday. Hey, hey, I need a long
gonna do your jumping jacks, bitches. Me cry, 
Metal. <laughs> so the band, you know, we gotta find out what the band's called. Let's check it out. Hold up, it. Dine? Oh, that's the guy's name. So let's find out what it is. Hey, look, everything is stories is Mike Martinez. Right? Right, really? Huh? Okay, cool. Cool, so I produce this shit. That's cool. Okay, what res metal is? It's res metal. Reservation metal. Let's do it. Reservation metal, baby. My name is Kyle Felter. We're in Windrock, Arizona, my hometown, in a Hogan on my drummer's family's land. And this is basic dwelling of the Navajo that these, you know, live in and culture-wise. And, and to me, a Hogan's the uh, best place to play metal. <laughs> I would like to record it here, you know? I think it would sound really tight. There's a lot of bands, heavy metal bands, on a Navajo reservation. And for some reason, this music, this subculture, seems to permeate with, with the youth. What res metal is, is uh, res is sort of a, an inside word for reservation. Our brand of metal is different than anybody else. And whether you grew up with it or, like myself, sort of tagged along with it and made it your own, it's blowing up. My mom, when I was in the womb, she would put headphones on and blast Metallica, Iron Maiden, Scorpions, Megadeth. And so I, yeah, I guess I was, I came out a metalhead. I grew up, you know, listening to Iron Maiden. I love the album covers. It made sense. Oh, I just like dark imagery. Because, you know, it's not too great around here. It just takes you somewhere else. A lot of artists around here on the Navajo Nation, they, they, they write about what goes on. Um, the struggles and, you know, uh, experiences here on the reservation that a lot of people outside of the reservation don't know about. A lot of frustration, a lot of... Uh, a lot of boredom out here, I guess you could say, you know, you need to find some way to, somewhere to channel it and something positive, you know. We grew up poor, you know, but it's just like letting out aggression and energy. If we didn't have that metal subculture, <laughs> There'll be a lot more dead people around here because people are angry and frustrated everywhere. But for us in this barren, I guess it's not a wasteland, it's really beautiful, but it's, it's depressing being here. Suicide rate is big, the biggest killer around here. And on the reservation, and it comes in waves. I mean, I've lost a couple friends over the past few years to, you know, to suicide. And I, 
and it, it really sucks and like you don't even see it there's like signs that you would see but sometimes you don't see it and yeah it's just pretty crazy growing up on the res is basically a constant struggle there's no jobs there's little to no opportunity you have cultural roots um, that you grew up with with your grandparents and your family your parents before Western expansion, you know, we were we were all right. We took care of ourselves and we were very self-sufficient. But when we had to conform to Western culture, that's where everything pretty much went straight to hell after that for us. Like I'm not a activist or anything, but I'm aware of our history and I, I'm proud to be a Navajo. It's hard to balance that cultural heritage as well as trying to live in the 21st century it's a constant struggle if the cultural trauma passed down is what we play how we feel the anger that aggression growing our hair out just to find a, a safe haven for everybody you know just to get to you know, a show music metal it does it for you it possesses you <laughs> like that's why we do that's a lot of people do it i know a lot of people it's it's changed their lives, it's saved their lives, and, and that's what keeps them going. All the reservation, and the reservation is far apart, and there's no venues, so they host shows wherever they can, whether it's in the middle of nowhere, they can throw a show anywhere. That DIY mentality and attitude is one of the backbones to this, to this res metal scene. Yeah, DIY, you know, do it yourself. It's just really natural for us. And it's always been that way. Even, you know, when we had our band going, we would make our own stage and, you know, put up a show. You know, that's, I think that was the enjoyment of doing things, you know. And it still is. You do it because you love it. So, you know, it doesn't matter how if you have to build a stage or, you know, get a, a flatbed truck to use as your stage. Oh, the passion with these red shows, it's, it's remarkable. I think this is, this is an underground phenomenon that the world needs to see. For me, I, I, get, I get into this mentality. I'm kind of, you know, just easy going guy, you know. But, like, when you get on stage and, like, you have that mic and everything is, like, loud and then, like, it, it does something to you. It, like, it switches, it switches you on and, like, you... You're, I'm, I, I'm there to entertain you. I'm there to put on a show. I'm there to create a spectacle of myself, you know, because that's what it is. It's art. It's an art form. In around 1990, you know, you had death metal come along, so that kind of scared people, you know. Maybe that was the last time that you felt any kind of feelings about music you know kind of that dangerous attitude that rock stars talk about you know and when death metal came along black metal you know that kind of brought that spirit back because it wasn't just an act so the black metals really lived that life you know we were uh, more of embracing dark sides of our culture things that you're not supposed to talk about you know the, the black magic those kind of things We get in a whole different state of mind than 
who we were before. Um, just like, you know, if you were to put a mask on, you know, you put that mask on, and nobody knows it's you, so you can be a whole different person. To, to us, it, it kind of like relates to um, Navajo culture as well. Because uh, like in Navajo culture, there's um, like uh, witches, they're called uh, yen, Yenigoshi, and they have something similar like how the corpse paint looks, like it's black and white. And I think that's, that's the reason why we use it as well. Just like Western cultures, you have your good and bad. Over here, it's the same too. We have our good and bad. Uh, the good, you know, there's traditional ceremonies, healing ceremonies. You know, you go to go see a medicine man, get healed, you know, spiritually. And then there's the opposite of that. There's people that are out there that want to hurt you. And then they'll paint their face using ash and then they'll get blood, whatever, wipe it on their face and just go out and conjure up their their spells and try and make the person that they're out to get make their life their own living hell. bands are doing like right now currently are trying to show people around here that metal's not all that bad especially here you know here on the reservation metal metal is really popular and just people don't see it because a lot of people like to advertise all the country shit it's frowned upon this is like country town it's mostly country music they don't play metal on local stations I have a lot of respect for all these bands you know we're, we're not out here to put heads and say who's who's better than who it's just it's just one big family I'm grateful for my struggles that I've been through and you know I'm proud proud to be you know Native American and to be a Native American that plays metal as in the words of my cousin Ed, shut up and jam. You gotta live fast and play fast.
What is going on ladies and gentlemen, AJ Good here at the House of Masks. The mask channel you never wanted, but you have now. And you know, I get asked a lot if my life-size Michael Myers freaks me out, or Slappy the Dummy, any of these masks, if I ever just get scared walking through my house. And the answer is no. They never really catch me off guard. Maybe the first day or two that I haven't put up if I walk into the house and forget that they're there. But the mannequins and stuff themselves don't scare me. So what would freak me out if it's in my house? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. There is a band from Australia with some of the freakiest imagery that I can remember seeing in my entire life. Genuine nightmare fuel. I made a post about this band recently on my Instagram and people lost their fucking minds. I'm still getting DMs and comments four or five days later thanking me for introducing people to this band. That band is Portal. Now before I get into it with the band's imagery, I want to make it very clear that Portal is not for everybody. Their actual music is not for everyone. The music they play truly matches their imagery and it makes for very hard listening. I can't even really place the band in any sort of genre aside from just metal in general because they don't have a sound. I imagine that their music is what it sounds like to be in hell. But enough of that, I'm not a music channel, I'm a mask channel, so let's talk about their look. While most of the band members just wear black cloth hoods, some have the eyes cut out, one of the guys even has a noose wrapped around his neck, the real main course here, the entree if you will, is the curator, the vocalist for the band. He's had many looks over the years and not one of them doesn't freak me out at least a little bit. So I'm gonna go ahead and put them in order real quick from my least favorite to my favorite and show you guys some images of them as we go. First up, my least favorite look, not to say that it's not a cool look, it's just my least favorite because his looks are so fucking scary, I have to place this one at the bottom. The Dark Pope. I do feel like this look is fucking rad, I just think that it's low on my list because the Pope thing has been done so many times since then, most notably with Marilyn Manson and Ghost. I do believe that the cure did this look before Ghost ever happened, so I think that they had the Dark Pope before Papa was ever a thing. But with that being said, Ghost has gotten huge, so we have definitely seen an increase in Dark Popes on Instagram and Pinterest and just in the mainstream media of heavy metal, or the mass world. But the curator did do the Dark Pope before Ghost, so suck on that. If you're not down with that, then we've just got two words for you. Next up, we have the witch hat. This is another faceless version. This look just features a massive witch-style hat that covers the entire head and face of the curator. How he sees, let alone sings through that, is beyond me because there really doesn't appear to be any sort of opening whatsoever. But the fact that it's just a shape covering a human head is really fucking freaky to me. There doesn't have to be a lot going on. It's just weird to look at. Next up, probably the most infamous look from the band is the clock head. Who the fuck wouldn't think that this is cool? I fucking love this look. It's actually second on my list. I believe that this was the first glimpse of Portal that I ever saw years and years ago in some sort of metal magazine. I can't really remember what it was, but I remember seeing a small article about them and the clock head in a small photo, and I immediately went home and looked them up. Once again, another faceless inanimate object in place of a human head. This look itself really embodies how I perceive Portal. I feel like the curator is an ever-changing being that just kind of floats through time and picks where he wants to come out and how he wants to come out. So he makes a physical embodiment out of a piece of time and history. Sometimes he's a medieval queen, sometimes he's a witch, sometimes he's a pope, or sometimes he is time himself, thus giving us the clock head. 
Now the clock head itself actually features a small infinity sign with an hourglass behind it, thus further proving my point or my theory there. And the fact that the band is called Portal means that this dude has a portal or is a portal or whatever. That's just how I see it. So maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm looking too far into it, but those just seem like coincidences that are way too cool not to be true, so I'm going to say that they're true. Side note, I would really...
Stories is Mike Martinez, right? right? Really? Huh? Okay, cool. Cool, so I produce this shit. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what res metal is? It's res metal. Reservation metal. Let's do it. Reservation metal, baby. We're in Windrock, Arizona, my hometown, in a Hogan on my drummer's family's land. And this is basic dwelling of the Navajo that they used to you know, live in and culture-wise. And, and to me, a Hogan's the uh, best place to play metal. <laughs> I would like to record it here, you know. I think it would sound really tight. There's a lot of bands, heavy metal bands, on a Navajo reservation. And for some reason, this music, this subculture, seems to permeate with, with the youth. What res metal is, is uh, res is sort of a, an inside word for reservation. Our brand of metal is different than anybody else. And whether you grew up with it or, like myself, sort of tagged along with it and made it your own, it's blowing up. My mom, when I was in the womb, she would put headphones on and blast Metallica, Iron Maiden, Scorpions, Megadeth. And so, I, yeah, I guess I was, I came out a metalhead. I grew up, you know, listening to Iron Maiden. I love the album covers. It made sense. Oh, I just like dark imagery. Because, you know, it's not too great around here. It just takes you somewhere else. A lot of artists around here on the Navajo Nation, they, they, they write about what goes on. Um, the struggles and, you know, uh, experiences here on the reservation that a lot of people outside of the reservation don't know about. A lot of frustration, a lot of... Uh, a lot of boredom out here, I guess you could say, you know, you need to find some way to, somewhere to channel it and something positive, you know. We grew up poor, you know, but it's just like letting out aggression and energy. If we didn't have that metal subculture, <laughs> there'd be a lot more dead people around here because... 
people are angry and frustrated everywhere. But for us in this barren, I guess it's not a wasteland. It's really beautiful, but it's it's depressing being here. Suicide rate is a big, the biggest killer around here. And on the reservation, and it comes in waves. I mean, I've lost a couple friends over the past few years to you know to suicide, and uh, and it it really sucks. And like you don't even see it. There's like signs that you would see, but sometimes you don't see it. And yeah, it's just pretty crazy. Growing up on the res is basically a constant struggle. There's no jobs. There's little to no opportunity. You have cultural roots um, that you grew up with, with your grandparents and your family, your parents. Before Western expansion, you know, we were we were all right. We took care of ourselves and we were very self-sufficient. But when we had to conform to Western culture, that's where everything pretty much went straight to hell after that for us. Like, I'm not an activist or anything, but I'm aware of our history, and I, I'm proud to be a Navajo. It's hard to balance that cultural heritage as well as trying to live in the 21st century. It's a constant struggle. If the cultural trauma passed down is what we play, how we feel, the anger, that aggression, growing our hair out. Just to find a, a safe haven for everybody, you know. Just to get to a show of music, metal. And it does it for you. It possesses you. <laughs> like, that's why we do That's a lot of people do it. I know a lot of people, it's, it's changed their lives, it's saved their lives, and, and that's what keeps them going. All over the reservation, and the reservation is far apart, and there's no venues, so they host shows wherever they can, whether it's in the middle of nowhere, they throw a show anywhere. That DIY mentality and attitude is one of the backbones to this to this res metal scene. Yeah, DIY, you know, do it yourself. It's just really natural for us. And it's always been that way. Even, you know, when we had our band going, we would make our own stage and, you know, put up a show. You know, that's, I think that was the enjoyment of doing things, you know. And it still is. You do it because you love it. So you know, it doesn't matter how if you have to build a stage or you know get a a flatbed truck to use as your stage. Oh, the passion with these red shows—it's it's remarkable. I think this is this is an underground phenomenon that the world needs to see. For me, I I get I get into this mentality. I'm kind of you know just easy going guy, you know. But like when you get on stage and like you have that mic and everything is like loud and then it just does something to you. It like it switches it switches you on. And like you, you're I, I'm there to entertain you. I'm there to put on a show. I'm there to create a spectacle of myself. You know because that's what it is. It's art. It's an art form. Around 1990, you know, you had death metal come along, so that kind of scared people, you know. Maybe that was the last time that you felt any kind of um, 
feelings about music, you know, kind of that dangerous attitude that rock stars talk about, you know. And when death metal came along, black metal, you know, that kind of brought that spirit back because it wasn't just an act. So the black metals really lived that life, you know. We were uh, more of embracing dark sides of our culture, things that you're not supposed to talk about, you know, the, the black magic, those kind of things. We get in a whole different state of mind than who we were before. Um, just like, you know, if you were to put a mask on, you know, you put that mask on, and nobody knows it's you, so you can be a whole different person. To, to us, it, it kind of like relates to um, Navajo culture as well. Because uh, like in Navajo culture, there's um, like uh, witches, they're called uh, Yenikoshi, and they have something similar like how the corpse paint looks, like it's black and white. And I think that's, that's the reason why we use it as well. Just like Western cultures, you have your good and bad. Over here, it's the same too. We have our good and bad. Uh, the good, you know, there's traditional ceremonies, healing ceremonies. You know, you go to go see a medicine man, get healed, you know, spiritually. And then there's the opposite of that. There's people that are out there that want to hurt you. And then they'll paint their face using ash and then they'll get blood, whatever, wipe it on their face and just go out and conjure up their their spells and try and make the person that they're out to get make their life their own living hell. bands are doing like right now currently are trying to show people around here that metal's not all that bad especially here you know here on the reservation metal metal is really popular and just people don't see it because a lot of people like to advertise all the country shit it's frowned upon this is like country town mostly country music they don't play metal on local stations I have a lot of respect for all these bands you know we're, we're not out here to butt heads and say who's who's better than who it's just it's just one big family I'm grateful for my struggles that I've been through and you know I'm proud proud to be you know Native American and to be a Native American that plays metal as in the words of my cousin Ed, shut up and jam. You got to live fast and play fast.
What is going on ladies and gentlemen, AJ Good here at House of Masks. The mask channel you never wanted, but you have now. And you know, I get asked a lot if my life-size Michael Myers freaks me out, or Slappy the Dummy, any of these masks, if I ever just get scared walking through my house. And the answer is no. They never really catch me off guard. Maybe the first day or two that I haven't put up if I walk into the house and forget that they're there. But the mannequins and stuff themselves don't scare me. So what would freak me out if it's in my house? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. There is a band from Australia with some of the freakiest imagery that I can remember seeing in my entire life. Genuine nightmare fuel. I made a post about this band recently on my Instagram and people lost their fucking minds. I'm still getting DMs and comments four or five days later thanking me for introducing people to this band. That band is Portal. Now before I get into it with the band's imagery, I want to make it very clear that Portal is not for everybody. Their actual music is not for everyone. The music they play truly matches their imagery and it makes for very hard listening. I can't even really place the band in any sort of genre aside from just metal in general because they don't have a sound. I imagine that their music is what it sounds like to be in hell. But enough of that, I'm not a music channel, I'm a mask channel, so let's talk about their look. While most of the band members just wear black cloth hoods, some have the eyes cut out, one of the guys even has a noose wrapped around his neck, the real main course here, the entree if you will, is the curator, the vocalist for the band. He's had many looks over the years and not one of them doesn't freak me out at least a little bit. So I'm gonna go ahead and put them in order real quick from my least favorite to my favorite and show you guys some images of them as we go. First up, my least favorite look, not to say that it's not a cool look, it's just my least favorite because his looks are so fucking scary, I have to place this one at the bottom. The Dark Pope. I do feel like this look is fucking rad, I just think that it's low on my list because the Pope thing has been done so many times since then, most notably with Marilyn Manson and Ghost. I do believe that the curator did this look before Ghost ever happened, so I think that they had the Dark Pope before Papa was ever a thing. But with that being said, Ghost has gotten huge, so we have definitely seen an increase in Dark Popes on Instagram and Pinterest and just in the mainstream media of heavy metal or the mask world. But the curator did do the Dark Pope before Ghost, so suck on that. If you're not down with that, then we've just got two words for you. Next up, we have the witch hat. This is another faceless version. This look just features a massive witch-style hat that covers the entire head and face of the curator. How he sees, let alone sings through that, is beyond me because there really doesn't appear to be any sort of opening whatsoever. But the fact that it's just a shape covering a human head is really fucking freaky to me. There doesn't have to be a lot going on. It's just weird to look at. Next up, probably the most infamous look from the band is the clock head. Who the fuck wouldn't think that this is cool? I fucking love this look. It's actually second on my list. I believe that this was the first glimpse of Portal that I ever saw years and years ago in some sort of metal magazine. I can't really remember what it was, but I remember seeing a small article about them and the clock head in a small photo, and I immediately went home and looked them up. Once again, another faceless inanimate object in place of a human head. This look itself really embodies how I perceive Portal. I feel like the curator is an ever-changing being that just kind of floats through time and picks where he wants to come out and how he wants to come out. So he makes a physical embodiment out of a piece of time and history. Sometimes he's a medieval queen, sometimes he's a witch, sometimes he's a pope, or sometimes he is time himself, thus giving us the clock head. Now the clock head itself actually features a small infinity sign with an hourglass behind it, thus further proving my point or my theory there. And the fact that the band is called Portal means that this dude has a portal or 
seem like coincidences that are way too cool not to be true, so I'm going to say that they're true. Side note, I would really... Radio Hollywood, and we got to do this one, people. We just got to do it. This radio broadcast is for broad-minded motherfuckers only and should never be sold to or distributed to minors <laughs> under any circumstances whatsoever. Thank you very much. We're going to play some Mark Roulette. Cougars be like Marcus Darling. Like I wanted, y'all wanted. Roll up. Here we come before you knocking at your door. Front door. Hold on. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
Brain bitches, it's Mark Roulette. You can check him out on reverbnation.com forward slash Mark Roulette, baby. Get some. Love you, Mark. Hope you're doing good, brother. Yeah, 
You on the brain, bitches? Wow. 
stand, keep a nigga fresh as fuck. Always turned up, really don't give a fuck. Keep the nigga in his cup, blind, fully stuffed. Man, it's live here, you got me fucked up. Brainwash Radio is recorded live on Analog Baby.
You know how brainwash radio is. Sometimes we, we lag a little bit, you know what I mean, guys? But it's all right. We got a undertow live uh, war paint, baby. Check it out. Great channel, good morning.
So you're on the brain, right? You know me. I don't even have to say my name. You just already know it. So, uh, people in the world think I'm one of those undercover people. Dang, they must be paranoid. Like a motherfucker. But it's alright. We got some Depeche Mode for you. Hope you're doing good. We're gonna play Everything Counts, baby. Oh, dang. If I could get it to go. I'm trying to get it in there right now. I'm trying to slip and slide all up in it you know what i mean yeah i haven't been in a relationship in a while as you can see <laughs> but it's all good because i like being that single no drama brainwash radio bitches
you know, I get it. People are paranoid. They be doing some shady, shady, you know what I mean, ladies and gents and diamonds. Don't forget about the diamonds. Damn, it's a new binary gender. Non-binary, that is. But meanwhile, so we're going to go deep into a lesson called People Are People by Depeche Mode. I hope you enjoy, because I know I does. You're on the brain, bitches.
Hollywood bitches. <laughs> 